So then he said, the aristocrats. Yeah, no, that's totally, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so crew goes on the deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. We're on the road to the Bash of the Beach. Finally. Oh, yeah. We made it. We made it. Oh, yeah. You know who didn't make it? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Sorry. We're on he the Go it. Go Home show. Well, he's missed every train every train on the way there. He's missed. He flew over the road. Oh, okay. Private, private jet. Duke's a hazard style. Generally, that's 69 Charger that he's got. That actually checks out. He would yeah. have to generally, 100%. Unironically. <laughs> unironically, he crashed that some bitch. We're, we're on the way to Bash of the Beach for WCW. WWF is just coasting on the lines of... The new commissioner, Juan McFoley. Hey, the landscape has changed. Oh, the landscape changed. Make sure to remind you of that. <laughs> you mean heavily times. relying on new commissioner McFoley? <laughs> you can heavily rely on your host, me, oh, Joseph Lessel. Set him up for it. Oh my god, <laughs> he is turning into Jeff Mack before our very the eyes. Levels, the levels of smog. I, I can't oh, wait. God, we gotta make a YouTube video of like how innocent I was and how corrupt I be I became after. Uh, all this power. <laughs> Slap nuts. Uh, sorry, there was a knock at the door and uh, Corey had to get up and get his guitar out. <laughs> Speaking ah. of him, the humorous in database, that hook guy, that, uh, that slap nut guy, but it, we just call him Corey Mack. Hey, isn't it, it running? Isn't it funny that this week more than ever, I didn't have enough time to watch this shit and had to delay the podcast. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. Don't worry about that. Okay, bro. That little guy? Yeah. I wonder about that little guy. Yeah. Uh, also, the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike. I love all of you. I do. Let's get to the bash, baby. Let's do I mean, it. That's why we're here. I, we, but we, we, it's the Monday leading up to it, so we have to talk about the... You know what matches happen at the end of the show? It's going to rock. Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go to it. Best okay. match of the week. Doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> MVP? Yeah. Speaking of MVP, and I'm not giving away anything because I He's don't, coming. I don't know who my MVP is going to be yet. Okay. But isn't it Hopefully. weird that in the year 2000, in July at least, yep. we can almost just disqualify all the wrestlers and just figure out which commissioner we're going to give MVP to? You're not wrong. Just saying. It's not a, it's not a great look for the, com- <laughs> no. for, for the programs. The just, ro- for the yeah. programs. The programs yeah. Which commission gets the honors this the week? Which commission, yeah. All right. We get commission on commission violence. Ooh. Crack some eggs like Kamish. I gots to be the greatest then. Three-timer. What the hell's he done? He did a bunch of hardcore stupid shit with steel chairs and throwing himself off buildings. Nah, I'm the greatest. My shirt says Mish on it, though. <laughs> That's a stupid shirt. <laughs> Five nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get to WCW Nitro for July 3rd of the year 2000. We're in uh, Charleston, West Virginia. Ugh. I mean, you know, hot bet for Crockett action, so at least, you know. Well, Tony was a wreck. <laughs> Tony was hard. Commentary teams won Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, and Scott Hudson. We started the show off with a recap of last week's Nitro of Goldberg getting destroyed worse than uh, Hogan's spear and jackhammer to the table that laid him out. Duggan. Duggan? Yeah, you said Goldberg's getting oh, destroyed. Oh, my bad. By Goldberg. By Goldberg, yes. He was uh, just trying to do the surgery again to yeah. take care of the cancer. Dr. Goldberg was concerned they may not have got all of it. Took care of that. <laughs> yeah. Just beat the shit out of that cancer. Knocked it out. Hey, why not? Why not? Everything right? else, we've tried everything else. 
Goldberg. We're going to have Goldberg punch you in the kidney for about 10 minutes. That work. I got an idea. I got an idea. Slap notes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that, we have uh, Horace and Jeff Jarrett highlights from Thunder. Now you say highlights. I don't, yeah. know. I don't say that word. Also, there might have been a... Photo stills? That was no. only when Jarrett was on offense. Yeah. It was the highlights. It's the highlights. Uh, also, there might be a... Uh, there was a sting sighting on Thunder with someone in the balcony well, and... I can almost certainly guarantee that was not Steve Borden. Funny enough, it was Alex Wright. <laughs> you got to do something. Besides catering. Is he still under contract? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. Does he make it to the end? Yeah, he's he's under contract for the end. Oh, my God. Good for Alex Wright. When was the last time he was on television? Probably January. Uh, January, early February is oh the last time they used Berlin. Berlin. Did they use yeah. him again? Yes. So what's that? Hashtag push Alex Wright. And I will say Berlin is dead. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. the, 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 wall, the wall came down. <laughs> Fuck you, Gorbachev. You ain't shit. <laughs> you punk bitch. I would have left it up. It's the wall. <laughs> David Hasselhoff saved it. <laughs> yeah. David Hasselhoff. Who knew? Hasselhoff. Uh, also, uh, they show highlights of the cat and Mike Awesome beating up Scott Steiner at the end of Thunder. That takes two. We start the show off with the cat backstage shocking Eric Bischoff on a telephone. Cat saying that he's banned Steiner for a week for using the Steiner recliner. Uh, in the whole thing, uh, in the conversation, he's consistent. Yeah. Yep. In the conversation, Bishop brings up the interfering, how the cat interfered. And he's like, I did not interfere. The ref were sick. And I was just <laughs> checking on him. And I was like, maybe I should finish the job for you. The ref passed out. I, humanitarian. Uh, you know. So that's one check of Buffoli. There it is. The cat, humanitarian for the ages. Uh, awesome shows up and asks if he uh, made the call. And he's just like, I've been, I'm on the phone, you know, I, I was just on the phone, I made the call. And then we see multiple ambulances on the outside. Oh, awesome, it's going to be busy. Threw up in my mouth. I was like, oh my God. So all I was talking about was like, what if somebody in this town gets hurt, like right now? Considering. There's four fucking ambulances there. Considering what I know they have in store for Mike Awesome, you're going to love the ambulances in about a month. No. Yes. No. Yes. Well, you guys don't have to worry because we're going to go ringside. Tank Abbott comes down to the ring. But first, he has to stop at DJ Rand's uh, DJ booth, and he becomes DJ Tank. I noticed something that I never knew before, and it blew my mind. One, DJ Rand was still there. Yep. They hide him well now. But two, they had cages for the girls to dance in. Yep. Uh, I noticed a couple weeks ago when Funk was in there getting beat up by whoever the fuck he was getting beat up by. I always Vito? assumed Vito. that was I always assumed that was something made up for TNA, but no, that was something that was WCW. Well, the Nitro Girls during commercial breaks dance in cages. Hmm. Blew my mind. I was like, holy fuck! Also, DJ's still there, huh? Still, still doing uh, that. Huh? That commercial, those commercial end. breaks to the end. You gotta take. You gotta play. It takes two every commercial break. You know. Hit <laughs> it. Um, it takes Tank has three go. count come out to sing their song. They uh, sing their song as he they cut back to forth of him dancing in the booth. I want to rock right now. And then Young Dragons come out and interrupt. You don't say. So we have a <laughs> six man tag. You mean three counts taking on Young Dragons? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't know if you've heard this before. I don't know if you heard that one before. Holy shit! It's almost like there's only two three member teams in the whole company. Huh. Uh, however, during the like right after the beginning of the match. Shannon Moore calls for help as Shane Holmes needs to be looked at. So Tank Abbott takes the spot for Shane. I mean, that's a substitution. That was nice of him. Kaz with a big roundhouse kick on Courageous. Handicap, you know, you know what there. I was thinking about? I was thinking about what if, like, during an NSYNC concert, same time frame, 
goddamn Timberlake. You know, Timberlake goes down sick, and one of their big pot-bellied roadies comes up on stage and takes his place for the rest of the show. Spend my days <laughs> working hard. I don't mind seeing that. Go. You didn't hit that note right. Slap nuts. Uh Courageous uh, hits uh, with the springboard crossbody to the outside on Kaz. Jamie Son with a springboard onto Courageous. Uh, but Courageous had to like help uh, catch him because Jamie Son jumped. And so straight back, he went back to the left. Back? Back to the left. To the left. And, man, I got to tell you, if Evan Courageous is helping you fix your spot, you fucked up. That's true. That dude sucks. Uh, Yang Wang tries to do something, but Tank stops him on the apron. Tank then punches Yang Wang, and then he twitches like he's having a Caesar. It probably was. And then uh, Shannon Moore comes in and makes the cover for the win. Tank then has three count once again perform with Shane Helms coming back and grabbing his arm. Well... At first, I got a promo. He's like, you stop talking and sing. Yeah, quit, quit your promo time. <laughs> now dance. Dance, monkeys. Dance, dance monkeys. Um, so that was pretty funny to see. Once again, he's dancing on his green square. I mean, they're doing something with him. I can't say I would have ever thought to do this with Tank Abbott, but you know, so why kind of works. Yeah. Right. Uh, we see Kevin Nash arriving to the arena. He puts his stuff down. Some guy like instantly knocks on his door. Hey, Kev, we got your package ready for you. I made you a sweet package. You're going to love it. Yeah. It's total. And then, you, and then you see, uh, we see, the, we see the cat talking to the young dragons about how they were awesome back then. He has a proposition for them. So we see what the cat like. and the young dragons. That promises to be fun. Gonna, are they going to be his young boys? I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, Goldberg now has shown up to the arena. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. Kevin Nash lost his gimmick. Damn. Can't even have that anymore? Jesus. Can I have it? Can't be the, Can't be the last, last one, one Yep. Damn. Uh, we I guess he'd be the first one to leave, though. Fucking Goldberg. Fucking Goldberg. That's Shivani's. <laughs> Before the show's even off the air, he's out. Fucking Goldberg. <laughs> um, we see uh, Mike Awesome bump into a crew member and then powerbomb him through a table. <laughs> so I mean, Canyon's, just, uh, Canyon's bit's already been... Uh, awesome's already taken Canyon's gimmick. God damn it. Jesus. Then we get a package of the outsiders. I got so uh, nostalgic. Right? So I was like, I had like walked into the room to grab something. I was like, wait, what? What are we doing? (laughs) Why are we showing Scott Hall TV? What the fuck are we doing? We get highlights of them and it goes for a bit. And like, honestly, (laughs) it's like, it's that weird thing. Like I, I, I was telling Booble today, uh, that I've been, I started listening to humble wreck. Um, that been, I started listening to the Shivani Finger Poker Doom in '99, yeah. and it's just like watching now what we're watching now to just a year ago. It feels like 20 years between like January '99 and hell April 2000. I mean, all of wrestling was so different. Yeah, I mean, seismic differences. Oh, you didn't know, and just them, and just them <laughs> doing the job. <laughs> Uh, just them uh, showing the highlights of the outsiders taking over the Dose W. I'm like, I want to go back already. Like, I want to go back. I, I miss this. Saying we're starting over. We're starting over. All we're right. we're going to stuff a fresh reboot. The Monday Night Stories redo. This time we're going to do the first pay per view. <laughs> I love the smell of of uh, releasing results in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do the first pay per view. Yep, we're going to do those pay per views now. Yep. My bad. Uh, however, Goldberg <laughs> pulls up. Jeff. 
Goldberg pulls a perfect main event by interrupting the broadcast I mean, and the production truck. can we please truck. get some fucking security outside that goddamn door? Please. I mean, Jesus. It literally runs your television show. I agree with you. And you know the funniest thing back then is Jeff didn't want to do the pay-per-views because he was afraid that would be too much television to watch. Yep. With one hour of each show a week. Well. well. <laughs> There's that. But you know, Corey, Jeff would at least watch Heat. Oh, he would. That's true. He would. He he definitely would. Uh, then we see Nash's reaction. So like, uh, it, but <laughs> Nash, delayed reaction. Nash, Nash was on like they that five that second up, delay. Action. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, my my thought was, wow, they fucked that up because in live time he would have seen that when we saw it, not right now. Yep. He would have been watching um, a lot of. Usually the house feed is actually ahead of us, so he should have already been referring to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't let that get in the way. Nope. Um, then we get a promo by one Goldberg. We already know when you give him a mic. Oh, boy. It can go one of two ways. Right? Oh, boy. Slightly bad. Terribly bad. Um, Goldberg uh, talks about how he's tired of the outside crap. Um. Outsider's crap about how when he got here, they tried to undermine him in WCW. Um, the fans still cheered for them, so they you know, were traitors on their end already. Um, Goldberg says, uh, what about Goldberg? Uh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. There's another Jewish yeah. superstar. What are we just that, taking uh, gimmicks hey, tonight? What are we doing? That belongs to him. And by the way, he made you. So uh, you yeah. may not want to steal his shit. God damn it. I know, number one Raven fan over here, but come on. No, he's next to be Goldberg's the best there is, the best there was, <laughs> the best ever will be. He's the heartbreak Goldberg. Sean Goldberg. What? Well, that's HP2K. Jesus fucking Christ. What big, are we doing tonight? Big Daddy Jew. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Goldberg <laughs> says that he carried WCW for two years, on his back for two years, and the fans did nothing. Hilarious. <laughs> Goldberg says it's his time. Hold on, let's break down. How much how much of the last two years has he actually even fucking wrestled? Goldberg. Um He was out for what, six to eight months, right? For the um with his injury. So and then Well he walked out in ninety nine over a yeah. contract dispute. So there's that. So what two years is he talking about? He carried them from like uh April ninety eight to December ninety eight. December ninety eight. Yeah, eight months. Then he got then he then his ass got arrested for stalking Liz. You know, just being at the same. <laughs> I've been listening to that one. Yeah, the yeah. same gym. I mean, come on, Nestor. I don't buy it. Fake news. <sighs> he should never have a mic. Like, no. What are we doing? Why doesn't he have a hand? And he just like screams like every fourth word. Yeah. It's the opposite of Sid who whispers everything because it's awesome. Goldberg is like, and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I'm the man. We, we get it. You're crooked I ass, carried you. Crooked ass fucking eye. Shut up. He admits he's tarnished his legacy a little bit the last couple of years. I, I arguably did it when he kicked Bret, head, Bret Hart's head in the fucking third row, but yeah, <laughs> other than that. You know who hates Goldberg? It's Conrad Thompson. Yeah. Oh, my God. He fucking, like... Hates. I wonder why. Like, as a performer, not necessarily a man, but like as a yeah. performer, fuck, he hates Goldberg. I've never been high on Goldberg. I, I don't hate him. Oh, he hates him so but much. But I've never been like, no. but then again, probably because I was an NWO guy when he, he was might have hated. He might hate him more than people hated Jeff Jarrett. Wow. That's hate. He fucking cannot. 
It's like Evan Courageous level of heat of, of fucking heat with him. I wonder why Evan Courageous has universal heat just everywhere he goes. Look at him. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Look at him. He sucks. Uh, he, Goldberg says it's his time now. However, Kevin Ash comes out and he says he has four words for him. My time. Why wait? Oh, okay. It's like one, two. I forgot. I, I was trying to, like, I feel like I... I was reading that because I'm like, did he say something else? Because I feel like he said, like, he said, I have four words for so you. It's like, my time, you ball headed bitch like, or something. It was like, ball headed bitch, I have four words for you. Yeah. And I thought it, that, I remember him saying ball headed bitch, that's why I didn't write it down. And then he but says, I thought he said it like, I have four words, my time, oh. you ball headed bitch or something. How now, brown cow? There it is. Unique New York. Unique New York. Uh, Nash goes down the ringside, but the R&B security come out. Cat comes and yells to go to commercial. That they do. Break it, go to commercial. They got paid for this. Um, then we see what just happened. The roster had to come out to separate, but during the melee of separation, Mike Awesome power bombs one of the members of the security. And then we see two ambulances well, yeah, leaving. Floor, by the way, Jesus. Ow. Yep. I and then we see two home. we see two members of the, uh, two people be leaving via power bomb on God the ambulance. Damn, noble degree. We asked for it about ten years. Uh, then we see <sighs> then we see the cat on the phone with Eric Bischoff again. Telling him that he tried to separate them and that the rednecks need to pay to see them wrestle. Damn right. Uh, then Come we on, see Austin. backstage with Terry Funk asking if Johnny the Bull is ready for his opponent. Bull says, Yes, I don't know who I'm facing. And he starts to walk away, but then Funk attacks him in a trash can. Funk, and then we find out that Funk is his opponent. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Uh, he, he doesn't get it. He just, he he just, doesn't, he's not gonna he just get it. doesn't get it. Oh, he gets it at the end of the match. Uh, Funk attacks both trash can and chair. Funk puts the chair in between uh, uh, the turnbuckles, and Funk throws Johnny's head through it. Funk throws a chair at Johnny the Bull while he was trying to get up. He was just he's just like, oh fuck, it's I'm just, just wrestling. It's fucking rude. Bull kicks a chair in Funk's face. Johnny throws the chair at Funk's face. Funk doesn't block it. He just takes the hit with the head. I mean. Uh, they fight through the crowd. Johnny Pollard drives Funk onto a chair so, on uh, the concrete in the crowd. Sort of. He tries, but he kicks the chair. Yeah. So then he just pile drives him on fucking concrete. I mean, yeah. you know, net positive. You know. It's a net game. Net game. <laughs> Funk gets right up. Funk's, like, one of his eyes was busted open. Um, yeah, I couldn't figure out where that happened. I, I never quite got it. Because they, I mean, they never really got a camera into the crowd, so probably something in there. But I feel like it could have been like that that, that uh, pile drive. Like since the chair moved, there's a possibility like he maybe clipped the chair or something. Well, no, he, they missed the chair entirely. He kicked yeah. it out of the way. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what led to it. Um, Bull uh, Bull puts a chair on Funk's face and then runs into the ring and tries to do a running, jumping, uh, springboard leg drop, but st- fails the first time jumping onto the. Rope, so he jumps yeah. up on the top rope again, then hits a springboard it, leg drop to the outside. It was a sign from the universe to not fucking do it. Oh, you wanna? You wanna hear? Holy shit! I, I was like, oh, oh my god, he did not just do that. You're not wrong. Uh, this, I thought this was the match, and it was. Uh, on July third, Johnny the Bull suffered one of the nastier injuries of the year in a hardcore match against Terry Funk. During the match, Johnny attempted a springboard leg drop off the top rope all the way down to the floor onto a chair over Terry Funk's head. During that, he suffered a busted bladder, mm-hmm. a torn urethra, and a strained pelvis. God. Ouch. So, yeah. Wouldn't do that move again. I'm guessing we don't see a lot of Johnny the Bull going forward. 
Not for a while. I was like, you. He did not just do that fucking move, dude. I was like, torn urethra and immediately. You could tell he hurt area so bad. I was trying to figure out the, the science. How the hell you? How the fuck you tear urethra doing that move? But it happened. It did. And a busted bladder. Oh my god. Uh, he's, uh, honestly, he's lucky he didn't die. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Good thing those ambulances were there. Yeah. Crack, cracked <laughs> pelvis is like the who cares? It's like, cracked pelvis. Oh well. Funk gets right up after that move. Uh, DDT then, uh, Johnny the Bull DDT's Funk on a chair for the win. Ow. Funk uh, puts the arm up at 3.1. Okay. And then Johnny the Bull is legit, li- literally carried out. By two men. Yeah, like, oh, probably, yeah he ain't going to walk probably that shit one. Himself. Yeah. yeah, he ain't going to walk that one yeah. off. He shit himself, like Paul Pierce. Maybe. I mean, you That's would you blame him looked. at that point? He didn't lie about it, though, like that little punk bitch, Paul Pierce. Yeah. Uh, then we go to earlier today with oh, eight. Hold on, hold on. Okay. We can't, we can't. okay, sorry. Shots to Johnny to the Bull, because, dude, <laughs> I did a leg drop once into a pool, and that fucking thing hurt. Yeah. No goddamn chance I'm doing that out of the outside of the fucking ring. The softest thing you could have landed on was the chair. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when you do a move and Jeff Hart is like, fuck that. <laughs> you know you fucked up. To show. Jeff's like, nope. Hell no. <laughs> Mick Foley's like, come on, Doc. Sabu's like, think uh-huh. of the future wrestling here. What are you doing? Nope. <laughs> Not even going to try it. That's some old dumb <laughs> shit. So honestly, is there, is there another wrestler in another company who would have done that move? I don't know because I don't like I. We just named him. I don't think the three wise men of Kamikaze would have tried that. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, Sabu, and Foley. No, no, they'd all been like, Nah, we're good. I think Darby. Nah. I think Darby would do it. Darby Allen now would probably do it. Probably would. Yeah. Yeah. From higher up somehow. Yeah. He'd get a ladder into the ring. Shame, climb on the top of that. No, Shane McMahon would do it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Probably Shane McMahon. Just Shane McMahon is psycho as hell. Just so if he was getting carried to the back fence, would go, God damn, pal. I would have walked it off, bitch. God damn. <laughs> God damn. Pal. And he just kills himself. I tore both of my quads. <laughs> Fuck you. I walked. <laughs> he just he contemplates suicide, but out of nowhere, <laughs> touch <Talk shot>. up, <laughs> slap nuts. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck John the Bull too. <laughs> then we go to earlier today with Asia during her Asia. new rehearsal with Dale. Uh, and the pyro goes off, and she's sent to the ambulance. <laughs> My guy's like, damn it, that's one of mine. It's Shit. one of mine. No, no, it's before, so it's fine. It's one of the ones are used. So they brought <laughs> somewhere. Some producer lived in the chamber. I was like, hmm, <laughs> yeah. that's an idea. So, um, guy to death. so she is sent to the hospital. Hmm. We see Dale coming back to the arena, grabbing his stuff to be leaving to go back to Asia. Can, can I make a request? Yes. I know it's part of the storyline. Can we not say Dale? It is my piece of shit father's name. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll D-bag. Let's go D-bag or Demon. I can call him Demon since he's going back. Demon. Uh, Demon, D-bag. Dale. Okay. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Nah. Uh, Demon is shown leaving, then a hooded figure shows up and hands the Demon his gear, and then the figure has a sting mask on. Demon leaves with it. Looks like he's going to put it back on. As then the camera pans to the hooded figure, and it turns out it was Vampiro in a sting mask. Like Vampiro's making his own opponents now. However, I'll bring you to the dark side, bitch. I need ha- someone to fight. However, for some reason, Vampiro could not see the fact that there was another hooded figure in the far corner that I rerounded because I'm like, could you, could you have seen him? Clear as day, you could see the other guy standing in the corner. Like, if Vampiro just looked up more, you're like, oh, there you are. Like, it's ever courageous eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But we have two hooded figures, aka one's Vampira and the other one could be Sting. That's real estate Steve. I mean Vince only said he was the higher power. 
Who's to say he, he was? Some gimmick infringement right here, right? Oh, so. He's at home being a uh, J- genetic jackhammer. jackhammer. Yeah. Or is he? <laughs> he's in West Virginia. Ooh. Or is he? Pulling the strings on this vamp demon feud because that's all he like, cares oh, about. This is what I want to take her to be. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Got to get this into my corner. Can you rape my daughter too? <laughs> I mean, I've already done it. Brother. No, she, no I was right then. She wanted it. She said, hi, daddy. Well, anyway, the cat goes into Goldberg's <laughs> locker room and is like, hey, man, you ran off Kevin Nash. He ran out with his tail between his legs. He's scared of you. I'm going to recap. Oh, what the fuck you say, bitch? <laughs> He's gone. He ran out of here with his tail between his legs. He is gone. You can go home. Enjoy. Hey, you know, see you at the pay-per-view. You get me Nash tonight or I'm going to like, rip your throat out. I just said he left, fool. <laughs> Guys, to be Chris. God damn. Then we get a promo for Bash the Beach of Goldberg and... Uh, Kevin Nash for Scott Hall's event. contract. You almost forget that there was a title match. But don't worry, our next match, our third match of the night so far, it's winner is a number one contendership for the WCW ta- uh, Tag Team Championships. So they get their title shot next week. I'm just hoping there's no catastrophic injuries in this match. Ugh. No. Ugh. March Jindrak and Sean O'Hare versus MIA members General Hugh Erection and Corporal Cajun. Oh, God damn. Uh, uh, Morris throws O'Hare off the top turnbuckle and then throws Cajun onto O'Hare. O'Hare and Jindrak were playing the heels in this match, even though they were just the baby faces. Well, ago. MIA is the baby faces, so I guess, yeah. That's true. By default. Uh, Jindrak puts erection on his. <laughs> Jindrak puts erection on his shoulders and has a nasty fall. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, God damn that erection. Hall if you hear me. Uh, O'Hare does a splash across the entire, like, the whole ring. <laughs> Take a Shane's <laughs> Why not? Now, huh? Why not, right? Uh, Just going coast to coast? All right. Rex, uh, erection tosses O'Hare to the outside. Cajun does his Cajun driver. The erection tosses the tear outside, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, O'Hare. All right. Uh, erection hits no laughing matter for the win. So your winners and new number one contenders are MIA. Palumbo and Stasiak come out and attack everyone, Flex Flexers. Uh, MIA, the rest of the MIA come out, but Palumbo and Stasiak take care of them. And then Stasiak and Palumbo decide to pose in the middle of the ring until they let everybody stand up to beat them all up. That's including all members of MIA and uh, O'Hare and Jindrak. So are all members of MIA number one contenders for tag championships? Yes. All right. So freebirding it. And then every... Don't say that to Russo. Why not? What's this free bird shit? This is, no nobody watches that southern stuff. They're wrestling. Wrestling. Oh, there it is. Uh, then after all that happened, all the guys laid on the ground, wanting mouth to mouth by Major Gun. I mean, two thousand. <laughs> I want to ask to mouth on Major Guns. <laughs> uh, then we see the cat walking in Kevin Nash's locker room. Hey man, you scaled Goldberg out of here. He ran out of the building with his tail between his legs. <laughs> He ran and left. You know, you, you take the night off, see you at the pay-per-view. He said exactly the same thing to Kevin Ash, and Ash is like, uh, you make the match now, or I'm going to stick my foot up your ass. See, sometimes the commissioner gets no love. Cat gets no respect. No These old respect. people ain't what they used to be. Then we uh, see Ke- uh, Mike Awesome walking backstage, and he power bombs a guy from WCW.com. And here's what I hate about this. He power bombs him through the like WCW.com table in the back, However, they have like the twenty pound monitor 
that still on and like they hit it just right that the monitor hits the guy in the face and they do it like twice in the tonight like both guys getting power bomb and like then the monitor lands on their head. Every real dog. That's right. None of this WWE nicely, gently taking even the papers off the table. <laughs> right. uh, we see the Don't cat. Paper cuts. We we see the cat talking to Bischoff on the phone, saying about how both of them threatened him. Goldberg said that he would eat my children. <laughs> um, Shout out to Mike Tyson. <laughs> Love that reference. That's so good, dude. God damn it. Cat thinks that he, he does. He wants to know if he has the power to fire them. And then he's like, you know, I got an idea because I'm the greatest. I got an idea. He says, oh, you're my children. Uh, so we get a promo. Jeff Jarrett at the ringside. Mark Madden as Jarrett's coming down the ringside. Hey, where's Hogan been lately? <laughs> Shh, don't talk about that. Um, Jarrett says that Hogan is the man. Uh, Jarrett says that he's going to put Hogan out to pasture at the bash. So then Jarrett brings out three fat women dressed like Vikings. One can't get in. <laughs> so hold on. So this part, they were just like, Tony Schiavone was like, Yep, we're going to really do this. We're going to watch these fat women try and get in the ring with all their get up on. Here it is. Here it is. As they try and do that, um, at the, Jarrett brings up that at the bash. Like, one of these body commentary? <laughs> shoe store, baby. At the bash, one of these women will be seeing the Hogan will hear one of them fat ladies sing. So we have a Q&A. Who, is the, who will leave the bash the beach with the champion? Everybody says Jarrett. Jarrett, I go, I go Jarrett. Yeah, Jarrett wants them to sing to find out who we're seeing Sunday. Jarrett says whoever wins tonight will get get to go to the buffet first. <laughs> God damn. <Jesus. laughs> um, then all of a sudden, as they, as they start to sing, a member of Standard and Practices come out, not Lo- Lodi or Lenny. <laughs> God damn, I was hoping. Uh, then uh, he's like, what are you doing out here? Slap nuts and hit some of the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get your recipe right here, baby. Yep. <laughs> Cat comes out uh, and says Nash and Goldberg will be in the same ring tonight. However, they'll be with 18 other former champions in WCW in a battle royal. Well, sort of. He fucked up. Yeah, he did. He was trying to say, like, WCW superstars, and it came out world champion super. Like, he fucked up bad. I was like, can, do they have 18 former champions on? I mean, no, we're talking a, all belts. They have belts. a lot of title changes. We're talking all title belts. I'll, I'll accept TV champions, US yeah. champions. Tag champions. Do you have a belt that you wear with your pants? You count? Yep. You're in. Um, Way to go. Cat says, if you guys can get through the 18, you can do whatever you guys want with each other. You guys can make Whoopi kick each other's ass. I don't care. Want Chuck Woolery on him. No. Make Whoopi. <laughs> Did he go, we'll be back in two and two. In two and two. two, and two. Um, we see the other person being taken off the ambulance. I think that's three now. Uh, then we see Cat and uh, Jared arguing in the back. Uh, we had a recap of Thunder of Kenya attacking uh, Buff with so awesome. Booker T making the save. <laughs> Our next match is Shane Douglas versus Booker T. Can- why you do it to Booker? It's fucked up. Right. Canyon, however, Canyon attacks Booker during the entrance. Um, what is this feud? Why are they feuding? Booker and Canyon? Yeah. That, no one knows. It's because Booker is black? No. Whoa, what the whoa, fuck? Whoa, whoa. What the fuck else are they feuding for? It's the feuding because, if you recall, when like the night that he left MIA like two weeks ago, Canyon was on the screen and like when he was trying when Booker was doing the raw raw speech to MIA about how we have to be the forefront now since everybody's hurt or gone, and we have to get rid of people like this, 
and the person oh, yeah. on the screen was Canyon. Booker T is like, I will make an example. Booker out T's of- fighting for all the old fucks who got waylaid and sent home with their checks. Yes, he's fighting the good fight for them checks. Um, all right. Yeah, all right. Um, so. Booker hits the bookend, but Shane, Shane, everybody's favorite Douglas, fucks up the rock bottom as he jumps too early. Of course. First of all, it's the bookend. How dare you? I, oh, I know. I said the bookend, but I'm you just saying. Bottom. I know. I said the bookend first, <laughs> and then I'm just saying. How can you fuck up the rock bottom? It's not the hoobie bottom. You just jump up. Exactly. And he didn't. Even Vince can do it now. I took a couple times. Uh, Canyon, Canyon and Douglas here, here. attack Booker T. Canyon with the second rope leg drop. DDP's music hits and the commentary loses it, but then they realize it's for Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lost it. I, I love Positively Canyon. So good. So good. Uh, we see that the demon's back, so there's something. He actually would have gotten Scott Hall clear. Yeah. Uh, then we go backstage as the cat enters the locker room uh, with guys in the Battle Royal. Uh, he tells them that they were all, um, they need to stop Goldberg and Nash from getting their hands on each other. If they do, they all get bonuses. If I recall, this is all the heels. So, Well, except for Booker, right? Or just is that one later? That's, That's later. later. Okay. That's later. Uh, we get a recap of the Vampiro uh, demon situation from Thunder. The mysterious figure maybe being Sting and the... Shadows. Wait, wait a minute. Did they just really pivot from Sting, Brothers in Paint, feuding to another brother in Paint feuding? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. That's just yeah. the, who yeah. else were Paint in this company? The third brother. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure Hawk and Animal aren't doing anything. The Glacier's still around. He wears paint. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, the Renegade. No. That makes me no, happy you said that. He can't do it. I'm oh. so happy you said oh, that. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> why? Why? No, I don't, I don't, don't like this. No, nothing. Don't, you don't, worry, about, you don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That gimmick that was made your brother in cold? I don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Uh, our next match <laughs> is Vampiro versus the Demon. We're going to re- We Want Sting chant. Loud, uh, too. Yep. Uh, Vampiro controls the Demon for most of the match. Vampiro misses the top rope leg drop. He does not tear his anus apart doing it. Um, <laughs> Demon Success. gets offense, but then uh, multiple figures with Sting masks come out and surround the ring. It's like 96 all over again, brother. The, one Sting distracts Vampiro, and vamp, uh, the uh, Demon hits the love gun for the win. Another version of the rock bottom is a standing Cobra clutch into the rock bottom. Yeah. Jesus. Guys, it's not that good of a move. Like, fucking Christ. Well, we have three people now doing it. Rock, Book, and Demon. But Hoovy does it. Yep. Yeah, he's done it a couple no, times. He too. does, yeah. <laughs> uh, then all the stings get in the ring and surround Vampiro. The lights go out, come back on. Vampiro's gone. Lay gasp. Lay freaking gasp. Then we see backstage with uh, Mr. Smooth. As he's talking to the filthy animals, he has an idea, and Tigress is the key. Herpes is the idea. I've seen that video before where she's, she's sitting on the couch and they're all behind her in white. She'll be there. She'll be spreading it in a minute. As backstage, be on a freaking leash match. Uh, backstage with the cat in the faces locker room. Uh, he tells Kidman to sit down and that everybody knows that you're still a virgin. Uh, he tells him. <laughs> so Ken was like limping. He was like, he was like your mom. Like he was just like saying shit that wasn't like yeah. he wasn't reacting to it. I was yeah. like, Kevin just be a dick. Yeah. Just sit down. It's you're still. Everybody great. knows you're still a virgin. Your mom. Uh, hey, you you guys can't. Uh, you guys can't uh, have Nash Goldberg touch each other. Touch in the ring. If you guys do, you're all fired. 
Berker says that everybody wants to get their hands on Goldberg for what he did to Duggan. So this is the Booker part. No, they don't. No. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> no. Uh, we see backstage. How the yeah. hell is Kidman out of place here, too? Right? Like, what in the fuck, dude? He can't be a heel. He can't be a face. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? Jesus Christ. Does Kidman not belong in wrestling in 2000? Is that what we're having? No. Is that what we're experiencing? That makes me sad. What the hell? What a waste. I don't know. Right. We go backstage with David talking to Daphne, but he's distracted as Miss Hancock's in the ring. I was distracted by that fucking wig she was wearing. So she was doing it for me. They were trying to. So the whole point is David's talking to Daphne as Hancock's in the ring. As you can totally see it, Daphne can notice this, but. What's that music, Corey? Ow, ow, yeah. ow. There it is. Because Hancock dances for a bit, and then Crowbar comes out, calls out David. We cut to David as uh, he knows his crowbar is in the ring, so he starts freaking out that his mess, that his stomach is about to explode, like he tore his anus, and he's like, "Go give me some Pepto Bismol or something." So then, uh, during that, crowbar puts a chair in the ring and has Hancock sit in it and says he's going to threaten to shave Hancock's hair. He's like. I'm going to shave her minge if you don't get out of here. Bat to her neck or something? Yeah. I was like, what is happening? He, uh, ha- David has two strikes. One for cutting uh, his hair, and then two, cheating on Daphne. I like how that's number two. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love- so this part, he's like, at number three, if I count sitting out right here, yeah, it's number I- three. He's like, one, six, nine. Yeah. <laughs> and three, if you don't get out here to the count of ten, I'm going to... Shave her head. One, six, seven, eight, and then David's this out. Is so great. Uh, Daphne comes out, low blows David, and pours Pepto on David. Miss Hancock gets, gets away and shoves Daphne into David. Miss Hancock gets on top of Daphne until Crowbar grabs her and throws her away. Crowbar oh, okay. heel. However, Hancock then gets on her knees. Hancock gets on her knees to distract whoa, Crowbar. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? Yeah, yeah. She gets on her knees. Yeah, she and she's does. still five foot two. And distracts Crowbar until David hits him with the chair. David and Hancock rip out David's, uh, rips out Daphne's hair extension. She <laughs> whips out David's, uh, what? Then they put the, sh- uh, cro- the, shaver, uh, the shaver in Crowbar's hand to make it look like he did it. And then Daphne believes that he did it. Come on, they gotta put Daphne like an idiot. Oh, oh, oh. Man, it's fucked up. What is, what is, this is the weirdest shit. I, uh, Russo. This is. During, you know, it's, uh, I just watched an episode of Highlight by the other day, and Stacy Keebler was on it. Really? Yeah, I was like, oh, weird. Russo's trying to have his Sable Luna shit again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no on both counts. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we find out that during the break, uh, Daphne is being chased by crowbars. Crowbars trying to you know, tell him that it wasn't him. However, they, they bump into... Well, she caught me in the shower. She caught the shower they, in they, my hand. They bump into... He, Crowbar bumps into Mike Awesome, and Mike Awesome power bombs him. <laughs> then we see Crowbar resisting... Uh, Arrest? Den, uh, help. Oh. For getting his ass whipped? But, <laughs> then, but, then, yeah, but he doesn't want to get put stretchered in, but then Mike Awesome shows up and throws him into the uh, <laughs> ambulance. He just like throws a backboard at him. I was yeah. like, all right. You're going anyway, yep. bitch. <laughs> We see the cat. Two crowbar. Uh, with, we see the cat and uh, JB, uh, Mr. Ivy Smooth shows up and it's like, I got. You almost said JB Smooth, didn't I you? I almost did. Yeah, you did. Oof. That'd be cool if he showed up. Fuck yeah. yeah I'd like to see him and the cat talk back and forth. 
dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Show me an hour and a half long for a 10 minute promo. <laughs> I just saw him on a show. Do you know he's vegan? Yeah. It's weird. He's <sighs> one of the radio hosts on GTA 5. Where is he? He does a um, shock radio show where he yeah. just yells like yoga terms of people. It's fucking great, it's awesome. dude. It's so great. Uh, Tigress hits on the cat and it's like, hey, uh, you want to come to my room? And the cat's like, hey, I got like two minutes. So. Uh, <laughs> So yes. So, so yes. yes. <laughs> that means we have time for go twice. Then we go to the ring with the filthy animals, Disco and Conan. They want they call out uh Lance Storm and Kidman. However, Ray and Hoovy come out dressed up like Lance Storm and Kidman. <laughs> yep. It's unfortunate. <laughs> uh Hoovy says Kidman wants to know where Tori is. Uh Kidman just wants to he's just as pretending to be Kidman. He just says that all I did was watch Hoovy and Ray matches, so that's how you guys are my idols. And they ask Ray where he's from. Ray's like, I'm from Calgary. <laughs> as serious as he could be. <laughs> Alberta, Jesus. Canada. And we don't yell. <laughs> Even the serious, can I be serious for a moment to start here? Uh, Kidman and Lance run down. We have a match. The Filthy Animals at Ray and Hoovy versus, or it should be Kidman and uh, Lance, Lance Storm versus and Kidman Lance Storm versus Lance Storm and Kidman. It's a Spider-Man meme. I got so confused at one moment because it was like, it, but Kidman ripped his like tank top off. Well, I mean, the two of them are about a foot shorter than the other two. So. I really thought at this point, Hoovy just wants to cosplay other wrestlers now. Yes. That's all he wants to do. Well, there's just the points of like, if you're not looking, if you yeah. like, for me, like writing my notes down, I'm like, look up, I'm like, wait, who's who? In a weird universe, we could have Hoovy cosplaying the big show and big show cosplaying Hoovy. Yeah. Maybe. Well. Um, Maybe, maybe next week they can be the filthy animal whackers and come out in camo and lick people. Maybe says Tori one of the people you can lick? I, I, I volunteer. Yeah. Hoobie hits a big uh, face buster on Kidman. Hoobie holds uh, Lance's legs. And uh, Ray hits a running leg drop down the middle. You know, talk about hole in one. <laughs> We've already had one torn asshole. Leg drops just don't seem to matter anymore. <laughs> gotta be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Hoovy holds, uh, 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 Lance holds Ray like a real barrel, and then Kidman hits a top rope face buster. Uh, Ray springboards off the ropes onto Lance's shoulders, and then Lance hits a sit-down powerbomb. Conan gets in the ring, and Ray hits a top rope uh, bulldog on a chair for the win. Filthy Animals attack Ray and, uh, I mean, Filthy Animals attack Lance and Kidman after the match. Then we see the cat coming back to the ring to his office, fixing himself yeah. by zipping up his pants. So, I mean, Tigress did what she's good for. She did the job. Uh, she did the job all right. B O L W. We see pa- uh, Pamela with Vampiro backstage. Vampiro doesn't know who paid him off. Va- Vampiro challenges the demon to a graveyard match at. Bash of the beach. Russo is gonna get his Undertaker kink shit in, whether no matter what he has to do. Jesus Christ! We come back from commercial and Pamela's with Kevin Nash. Nash says Sunday's for Hall, but tonight is for me. Tells Goldberg that he, uh, if you want to see him in the ring, he'd be the really big, tall, pissed off guy. Yeah. All right. Then we get a uh, recap of Awesome being the Star McLaren Thunder and Awesome destroying people throughout the whole night. Uh, then we get a promo with Mike Awesome. Uh, first, you notice a guy that says, uh, like, Awesome's a mullet. And he's like, I am not a mullet. <laughs> yeah, you are. God damn it. Uh, he says he's going to go through everybody. Um, 
He's gone through everyone, but he hasn't got to the person he wanted, Scott Steiner. Awesome calls out Scott Steiner. Ref comes out, and Awesome's like, hey, ref, count, make the, start the match, count out Steiner. And uh, ref does, counts to 10. Awesome celebrates like he just won. Awesome Classic says heel. that he is 2-0. Until one Rick Steiner comes out. They Who? brawl for uh, Braun Breaker's dad. Oh, Rick Breaker. Rick Breaker. There it is. As Rick comes out, clotheslines Awesome out of the ring after they brawl for a bit. So there is one Breaker Steiner in the ring, in the arena, so... That's interesting. Uh, then we see backstage the cat telling the guys to do their jobs. The heels start walking to the ring, but uh, the cat holds the faces back. God damn it. So Kevin, it's going to be Kevin Nash. Against like 12 guys. Yeah. So here is Kevin Nash and everybody else. So, uh, uh, Hoobie's eliminated first, Ray's eliminated, Conan's eliminated, Stasiak, Palumbo, Disco, Vito, and Canyon are attacking Nash. I can't believe Conan took that bump. I don't know, right? Well, uh, probably got double. Yeah. Uh, until double all the faces money. come out. Then it's all out pandemonium. Goldberg comes out. Nash eliminates basically everybody in the ring as the camera's panning. Oh, in the diesel push. As, yeah. cam- as like, the camera's following <laughs> Nash, uh, as the camera's following Goldberg on the outside. Like, Nash is eliminating everybody that you don't see. So, like, once the camera goes wide, it's, like, two people left. And so, like, what the hell? Don't let that worry. Uh, Nash eliminates everybody, then turns into a super kick by Goldberg, the one that destroyed uh, Bret Hart's career. Goldberg's going to go for the spear, but MIA grabs him and starts to... uh, Goldberg starts to boot them all away. And then Goldberg goes in between the ropes. Nash then... Big boots him off the apron. The bell rings, and I guess Nash wins via the fact that Goldberg's on, on the outside. You don't worry about that. Then they try to brawl, but they have to be separated. And guys, we ran out of time on Nitro. God damn it. It's a Pier 6. We've got a malfunction at the junction. Will you stop? Sorry. Let's move on to uh, Monday Night Raw for July 3rd, the year 2000. We're in Orlando, Florida. Fucking hell. Ugh. Sick and tired of everything being in Orlando. Every week. Every week almost. Every Felt like it, right? Oh. Commentary <laughs> team is one Jerry, uh, J- good old JR and Jerry the King I was Lawler. Say Jerry Flynn. I was like, yeah. what? Oh, hell yeah. I, I hadn't seen him lately, but I didn't know Jesus. what he was doing these days. Doing raw commentary all of a sudden. We, we see backstage, we see Triple H and Stephanie walking. And Triple H's like, you know, you shouldn't have let Jericho kiss you. And she's like, wait, no, 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 no. He forced it on me. It's like, well, you, you didn't have to. So, I have a question immediately. Yes. Nine inches. There it is. How's that? Oh, okay. Um, shouldn't that have been a conversation a week ago on Raw? Why are we just now getting to that conversation? <laughs> uh, Triple H doesn't watch what his wife does a lot. Yeah. He just, he's he, too, he, he, just, just, he just caught the replay on Tuesday like, night. I know like he's into like the title thing, but like probably should have. He was watching the monitor on Raw that. when he saw the still frames. So he got it in him to order the replay yeah. at the SmackDown oh. table. Watched it and was like, what the fuck? And then stewed on it for five days. I was like, we're... And then Do got you not to see his, each other for five days? Like, what the then fuck got, is happening in, in, a, in a McMahon marriage, that's possible. Jesus. Uh, Triple H is walking back, finds one commissioner fully, and says he wants a title shot, and he also wants Chris Jericho. Foley's like, you know what? The match with you, you know, yeah, the match with you and uh, Jericho would be good, but it's too big, so it'll be a pay-per-view match. Wow. 
But one you, company's doing it, right? But for that uh, title shot you want, I'll give you one. But it'll be against it's for the Intercontinental Championship. It'll be against Rikishi. Hmm, that's definitely what he was talking about. That's definitely below him. And no Trip, doubt he pouted about that on Creative. Triple H is like, fine, Rikishi's Jericho tonight. Hmm, Jericho. We thought he was fat now. Jesus, Jericho got a fat ass all of a sudden. <laughs> Let's go our first <laughs> match. Like looking to the future. <laughs> <laughs> you get blocked, pal. Uh, let's go to our first match of the night. Right there, baby. I know it's for the European Championship as it's Eddie Guerrero with China versus versus Chris Benoit. Ooh, yes, okay, please. nice pop for Eddie by the way. Would have been really yeah. cool as like a semifinal match, King of Ring. Yeah, I mean, we're, or yeah. final. Who knows? Uh, Eddie with a pop up head scissors, head scissors takeover. Okay. Eddie with a tilt world backbreaker. Benoit throws Eddie uh, onto the top rope. Benoit then military presses Eddie and just drops him. Eddie with a hurricane run up, but gets a one. Benoit with chops on Eddie that filled the entire dude, arena. Dude, that first one, holy shit! I dude. was like, does that did that like ricochet? Or <laughs> yeah, like, what God, it, it's like it's like we're in the favorite we're in Corey's favorite arena, the Jacoba Dome. Like <laughs> yeah. it legit. The first one popped. I was like. <laughs> How many echo? I can feel they were all state. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! How many people got slapped at couple, that one moment? A couple you know? people on the front row, their eardrums popped. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Holy fuck, man! But like that filled the entire arena. I was like, Big Show's like, hmm. I heard multiple <laughs> chat. I, I, I heard multiple chops, but there was only oh, one at that God. moment. Little known that was Eddie's first heart attack. There it is. <laughs> and then the chop saved itself. So, yeah. yeah. And the chop reverberated him back yeah. to life. Oh, Clear! <laughs> uh, Eddie with the... I'd bo- say, what do you guys have a fucking heart attack while I'm around? I'm like, I remember. Chop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie with the behind the back... I'm going to have to warm, so it's going to take a little longer for me to yeah. help you guys out. But. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. First, you have to move all the furniture. Yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> Joe get there. Don't worry about flatlined like five minutes <laughs> earlier. He's still moving couches. Yeah. <laughs> he tries a worm, but like the last couch stops. Like, hang on, hang on. Move the carcass up a little. I think we got then this. Then he finally does the worm, knocks himself out when his face hits yeah. the floor. Yeah. He's gone. Hits, <laughs> hits the head on the TV stand on yeah. accident as he's trying okay, to come. Yeah. Talk me into it. I'll put a chair on Joe's face, do a leg drop off the top rope. There yeah. it is. There it is. He's going to Johnny the Bull himself. The tear my new Zen walks in. What the fuck happened here? Joe's dead. Joe had a heart attack. Joe's had a heart attack. Mike's Mike. grabbing his anus. Mike's crying because half of his insides just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Just laying there? I'm just like, oh, that was such a bomb. Four out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie. Over Arvidi's leg. Uh, oh, well, it happens. <laughs> Eddie with the over the behind the back head over, head scissor takeover and Jared's like I don't know what that move is, but uh, what well, is it? Did he? He was yeah. still coming back to life from that chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not he wasn't he wasn't trying to he was trying to do a clothesline. That's just what happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Benoit grabs the European Championship, but China gets in the ring, grabs the belt, and slaps Benoit. That's a that's a mistake. Eddie drop kicks Benoit. Nancy. Yeah, oh, he got practice right here. Next segment here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Eddie drops uh, drop kicks Benoit into China. Jer calls Eddie Jericho. Uh, Eddie then checks on China, like. but Benoit grabs the belt and hits him. Uh, hits Eddie with it. And then puts China in the crossface for the longest time. For a long time. Puts China in that Nancy hold. That was, uh, I thought that was uncomfortable. Then I watched SmackDown. You are not fucking wrong. More <laughs> on that later. Yeah. 
on the mid-recourse race. Holy shit. We see, we see, uh, we, then we come back and uh, the medics yeah. are checking on China. Uh, we get a promo by Juan McFoley as, as he says that this, he has the greatest job in the world. In one week, the faction is broken up. The WWF stock has skyrocketed through the roof. There's a new WWF champion. And he gets to sit in the back and watch the cat perform on Monday nights. Yep. Uh, Foley does, says he has to do some tough decisions, and one is that he's banning the worm. The crowd boos, and he's like, I'm just kidding with you guys. I love that move. Uh, Foley says that he has to fix the number one contendership because Triple H and Angle screwed it up. That's true. So The Rock comes out. Uh, Rock and Foley shake hands. Rock welcomes Foley back. Uh, Foley says, hey, "Ask the Rock, like, how does it feel to be a five-time champ?" And the Rock's about to say, and then Foley's like, "It doesn't matter <laughs> how the you feel." The crowd popped, dude. I, I oh, lost it oh because then Foley God. started running around the ring, he's like Foley, Foley, and he's like, "I got him! I finally got you!" And I was like, "I remember this," but I was like, "I thought, I thought it was like in the Rock and Sock days. Like I yeah. thought it was earlier in the no, time." The but crowd. No. Lost it. Crowd when, lost their oh shit. Oh my god! It doesn't matter. You how can it tell falls. the Rock was like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> yep, this Foley. shouldn't be this over." <laughs> Foley, Foley does it. And, you know, I was like, "I finally got you." And the Rock first thing he says is, "Didn't I tell you not to use my catchphrase?" <laughs> That's a great fucking line too. <laughs> yeah. That's so good, dude. Don't use my shit. God damn it! But the Rock had a big smile on his face, but he's just like, <sighs> "Didn't I tell you to not use my catchphrases?" So Fucking hell! Oh, I'm so happy the Mephaxim was done and we got Foley. God damn. Uh, Rock wants to know what the deal... Uh, what the deal... What the, the what? Deliberation. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Rock wants to know what this dildo is doing in your pocket. Yeah, I, I hiccup as I was trying to say <laughs> a big word. to see me. <laughs> um, Rock just tells the... Uh, you know, he's just like, what? what's the number one contendership going to be like? Just make someone. I don't care who. Just pick someone. Yeah. It's fair enough. Then Shane McMahon comes Fumaki. out. Indeed. Uh, McMahon, Shane comes out, said he goes on a rant about all of his achievements. He was in high school, how he was a lacrosse player. I did this. And my dad never loved me. I didn't know that. Was like an all state lacrosse player? Yeah. Dude's such a good athlete. Shane lacrosse said, is hardest. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that dude. Ain't easy to do. No. Holy shit. Shane says that he overcame a choke slam at the King of the Ring of Undertaker slam I mean, dunking him through a table. That's bananas. <laughs> you know. Shane has to endure his egomaniac parents. Trying to bone, <laughs> yeah. Shane, wi- Shane witnessed his brother-in-law losing the WF champion by not being pinned. <laughs> yeah, like, well, he lost, but you don't care about him. Shane has to witness millions of fans calling his sister a slut. Yeah, truth oh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, the power that that's they have nerdy. have transferred Disgusting. to a slob. One Nick Foley. <laughs> tonight, tonight, Shane says he's declaring his own Independence Day. Shane should be in power, and Shane. Good morning. Sh- good morning. And Shane should determine the number one contender. And Foley's like, I couldn't hear you, but did it sound like you want to be number one contender, Shane? (laughs) (laughs) Shane's like, no, 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 no. Foley's like, Rock, does it not sound like Shane wants to be your number one contender? (laughs) Foley says that he saw Shane go through a table and on at the King of the Ring, and he saw that Shane had the testicular fortitude. And Shane, you're the number one contender. Rock just says, uh, you know what, Shane, I'm just gonna you know, I could take it easy on you, but I'm just gonna kick your candy ass tonight. So you can't have an effective baby face uh power roll. It can be done. It can be. Yeah. Yep. So let's go to our next match. And it's for the Intercontinental Championship. 
Rikishi versus Triple H. Sign of the night. A uh, oh no, a chant of the night. Stephanie Swallow's chant. So that did you guys also notice the sign? It was like the second row, hard cam side. Just said Randy Orton. <laughs> I did not. I did not. It's like okay, time travel, man. Weird. He didn't even become a rookie until two thousand one. Said Randy Orton. <laughs> that is weird. I gotta, we gotta look that one up. It's fucking. So you notice, like, right when like the Eddie match starts, it's right at the beginning of the show. You're really? like, I gotta look that up. Okay. Weird. Weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was weird, dude. Yeah. I was like, did yeah. it say what I think it said? Like a couple times later, I was like, that just says Randy Orton. I was gonna say the the sign of the week for me is on SmackDown. We'll get to that. Yeah. But uh, uh, Triple H goes for the pedigree, but Riki, uh, but can't Rikishi backdrops Triple H and then tries to sit on him. But Triple H moves. Triple H clotheslines Rikishi, and Rikishi does like the corkscrew in the yeah, air. Yeah, that corkscrew oh, twist. Jesus Christ. That was a chant too. God, she damn, does like anal. I mean, more power to her. Uh, I like her even more now. Rikishi <laughs> with the sidekick and a Samoan drop. They they're fighting on the outside. See, and both, work, that's how you do it. They both, but both men get counted out, and that's when I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's how they do. That's it. how they're gonna do it. Uh, Jericho comes out, throws Triple H in the steel steps. Throws him back in the ring. Rikishi hits a corner splash and then gives Triple H the stink face. And uh, tr- Too Cool comes out and they all dance afterwards. Man, by Triple H's nose, I think Rikishi got penetrated. Yeah, he he, uh. he, he, he uh, knows fucked Rikishi. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't, as the as the uh, rock and roll guy in the group, if I didn't mention, I, I love Jericho's Van Halen tights. Oh, yeah, the Van Halen. Those yeah. are the Van Halen ones. I particularly love those pair. Jump! Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Triple H barging in Foley's oh, office. The only one that I know. Panama, baby. Uh, <laughs> what? Panama. It's a country? Yeah. Um, song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he barges in Foley's office, which is in the boiler room. Foley's like, uh, he's like, I want, I want, you got to do something about Jericho. And Jericho, Foley's like, you know what? Fine. I'll put a handicap match together. It'll be Jericho versus DX. But and, if you interfere. But if you interfere, the pay-per-view match is off. And he's like, I can wait. So our next match is Jeff Hardy with Lita versus Val Venus with Trish Stratus. I do not remember any, like... I didn't remember this Trish-Val thing. Yeah, at all. I don't remember any oh, you of this. You no. Yeah. They wanted to push Val. They wanted to... Um, legitimize him as an athlete instead of the porn gimmick. So they give him Trish and it's a purely business relationship. They stress that point. And that was oh, done yeah. to separate him from the porn shit. So that you give him this chick with huge tits to separate him from that the porn That he has gimmick? no interest in. And that he makes it's clear business. it's just business. He don't want to bang her. He just yeah. wants to work with her. He wants her to get him the title. He doesn't want to touch her, look at her, any of that. Well, we'll just have Moolah in your corner. Though. She's a better wrestler. Checks out. I'd rather have Trish. Um, I mean, Jeff does a uh, <laughs> Jeff does a back body drop to the outside on Val. Uh, Jeff then hits a running senton over the top rope to the outside. Val throws Jeff into the steps, and Jeff tries to do this running jump off the steps onto the barrier. But uh, what is it? Oh, uh, Jeff stumbles, so Jeff just jumps back on the barrier and runs into the clothesline. How do you mean Jeff is drunk? Hmm. Val military presses Jeff and throws him uh, onto the top of the steps. Hey, Papa Porn. Val puts Jeff in some type of submission where he puts Jeff's arms behind him and then 
wraps his legs around him, and then Jeff reverses I think it. Was it was sort of a Rings of Saturn, almost. <laughs> it was weird. But it was Jeff, different. Yeah, but Jeff reverses it into a uh, pin, but gets a two. Val misses a second rope, uh, elbow drop. Jeff hits a springboard backdrop on Val, but gets a two. Jeff hits a reverse twist of fate and then goes for the swanton, but Trish distracts him. Lita pulls Trish down. Then Taz comes in and hits, puts Jeff in a sleeper hold. Val hits the money shot for the win. What is that weird elbow drop that Val's doing now? What is that? That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's just, yeah, he's... Doesn't want to have the money shot as a finisher anymore because, you know, porn gimmick. So, but he still has the porn tights yeah. and the, and the, the remix porn music. Yeah. So, oh, oh, oh. it's not a finished well, thing yet. Drastically changes soon. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're getting there. Um, then we go to WWF New York. Terry's yeah, there. God. She's a horny little she devil. So but Rudy Giuliani's there too. You fuck that guy. Who? Rudolph Giuliani. Oh, I saw that. I was like, oh god. He's in the middle of planning 9/11, and you can tell right here. He's in the middle of planning it. He was the 21st happiest person about that fucking day. You know, after the 20 hijackers. <laughs> that motherfucker well, loves that goddamn day so oh, much. Oh, it made him. It made him. Fucking piece of shit. We go Although to- it didn't get him to the White House like he thought it would. Hmm. Uh, we go backstage with Foley as. Pat Patterson wants Foley to help Shane uh, not have this match as it's for Shane's first day out of the hospital. He pretty much tells him to go pounce on. Oh. Did you catch the fucking gay bashing right yeah. at the beginning? Yeah. Where he drops the cactus and picks up his... Oh, you little prick. Oh, hey, pa, I was just talking about you. <laughs> I was just like, talking oh, about my you. Like, God Fucking damn. God. Patterson wants uh, Foley to have pity on Shane. Foley says he has no he decision. And... Uh, and everything's final. And then he slams the gavel and the gavel actually hits uh, Patterson on the hand. The gavel part I remember now. I'm like, yeah. where's the gavel? Now I'm like, ah, there's the gavel. So I, I just got his biography, Patterson's. I can't wait to read it, actually. Yeah. So we, I bet that's really When was that written? About three years ago. Oh. So I can't wait. Who wrote it? Uh, I can't remember the name, but he's done a lot of wrestling biographies outside of WWE. So. Nice. Um, our next match is DX versus Chris Jericho. Handicap match. But before the bell, <laughs> Mick Foley comes out. Foley says, I don't think I made myself clear. Foley promised a handicap match. It's not two on one. It would be three on two. As the whole time, I'm like, okay, so it's the Dudley boys. Swear That's to God. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I, thought. I was but like, fucking hell, this God feud will not end. Nope, it's APA. Well, that's worse for them. Whoops. <sighs> Better for us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, DX attacks a- Jericho before APA can get to the ring. DX tries to leave, but APA brings them back. Uh, Jericho with a spinning heel kick on X-Pac. X-Pac tries to cross body on Bradshaw, but Bradshaw catches him and hits a fallaway slam. X-Pac hits a spinning heel kick on Farouk. X-Pac accidentally knocks Road Dog off the apron. Jericho with a flying forearm and Bulldog. Jericho puts X-Pac on the walls to Jericho, but Road Dog stops him. This allows Bradshaw to hit the clothesline to hell on Road Dog. X-Pac's going to go for the Bronk Buster, but turns around into the Spine Buster by Farouk. And then Jericho hits the Lion Salt for the win. I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention something you uh, didn't at the beginning. If you want to talk about the um, gay bashing, Road Dog calling him Y2 gay yep. instead of Y2J. Yep. Oh, there was a sign about it, too. Yeah, I was like, oh. And also, I, saw, I don't know if they were just hinting oh. at something or if they just didn't do a spot they were supposed to, but there was a part where Jericho like tagged himself in. Yeah. Like on Bradshaw, and I was just like, 
That was weird. It, it, okay. This was discombobulated. Yeah. Uh, how are we cut backstage with Triple H tearing apart his locker room and his and his uh just throwing food his everywhere. food. <laughs> me mad. Hulk. Stephanie, asshole now. I can't, Hunter. Daddy made it sore. Anyway, let's Trinidad move on Jack to our Hammer. next match, and it's for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Let's Triple H's kids. As Edge and Christian are defending them against Undertaker and Kane. Before the match, the, Christian says that they have to, them defending their tire sucks. <laughs> he wishes everybody in the back, uh, everyone, a, for, a good Fourth of July, especially the two guys that they respect the most, Kane and Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. For tonight, uh, Flash Photography, it'll be called Kane. We're really sorry that we bashed your head in with chairs on SmackDown. And Undertaker, you're cool, too. Hopefully, the way the match will end is with them shaking each other's head. Edge puts a Kane mask on, and they shake hands. And that's how they hope the match ends. First of all, it doesn't look you skipped over the part where they wish everybody a happy Canada Day. Oh. Which is very important. Hey, ooh. Hey, ooh. What's that about? Uh, Kane comes down and Edge keeps pointing at his mask like, hey, look, I have your mask on. You know, we're good, right? And Jerry's like, probably take that off. Yeah, probably <laughs> sure. Undertaker does a tilt world slam. Angle, uh, Undertaker's going to go for a choke slam, but one Kurt Angle comes in and hits Undertaker with the scepter in the knee. What uh, Kane choke slams Edge, and uh, for the that's how the match ends. After the match, Kane choke slams Edge, and Undertaker hits Christian with the last ride. I mean, that's what we thought. Would Last happen. ride yeah. is what I always picked a finisher for my creative wrestler. Me too. Because I always, always went with that one. Always because you can put him through the table. So great. Always great like a, finish. Always do like a TLC match and just, all right, I'm putting you through the table. And the, in the later parts of the WWE games, it'd be like, that could be like your power strong move or something. It's just like, I'm, I remember Jeff doing that all the time. Jeff having his seven foot 11 cruiserweight. Uh, wrestler created character that can do the last ride with like a. It's like if somebody combined Giant Gonzalez and Rey Mysterio. Yep. I started doing baseball games one year. I got so like bored playing like, just like way I was playing. I made like a five one two hundred eighty pound like first baseman. Sick. <laughs> um, it's fucking great. Damn. We go backstage with Michael Cole. Michael Cole. Maggle. Maggle. With Kurt Angle. Kurt wants to know what did you what have you done? And he's like, what do you mean? What win the uh, win the Olympics and Connor <laughs> Championship, King of the Ring? Yeah, narrow down. What? Which? What do you want? No, you you angered the Undertaker. Angle's <laughs> like, what? He says uh, he was out there to help his friends. He wants to let the Undertaker know that he didn't mean to offend him. Um, but then the Angle becomes uh, uh, forget he becomes pretty scared. Uh, let's get a recap of Heat. As one, um, Josh already know what happened. Should need to see it? Nope. As Dean Malenko has an open challenge, and Jackie accepts the open challenge. Oh, fuck me! They do this like every other year. With her. Malenko wins with the uh, Clover Leaf. So our mm. next match, I lead is better in the ring. Like, what are we doing? If you're gonna do it, just do it lead it then. Uh, our next match is Dean Malenko versus Crash Holly. Really loves that hardcore title. He's already down into the light heavyweight division now. As this is for the light heavyweight championship, fast-paced match here. Crash jumps over the second, uh, jumps off the second turnbuckle, but Malenko puts him in the cloverleaf. 
but Crash gets the rope. You hear a Let's Go Elroy chant. <laughs> uh, Crash goes for a Hurricane Rana, but uh, Malenko powerbombs him for the win. After the match, Ivory and Jackie come out and beat up Malenko. They double suplex him. There's the feud. There it is. <laughs> That's what we got for Dean. We go backstage. With, big dick though, so yeah, yeah so we I'm go not. backstage with Foley singing around until Gerald Brisk, uh, Gerald comes in, coming in to uh, try to get Shane out of the match tonight. Um, he tries, but Foley plays games with him and stuff. And then we get uh, we get to the uh, <laughs> art. Yes and no. Yes and no. And Foley's like, you can go get me a cup of coffee. And Joe's like, coffee or cream? No, 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 no. <laughs> <coughs> Rabbit season. Duck season. Then we see uh, Angle uh, headed to the ring. Uh, we get a recap of SmackDown of Angle breaking hardcore Holly's arm. Why? Why are you showing this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Probably revenge on Bob. Um, I can rub people the wrong way. God damn. Shocked to find out, I'm sure. Since... I used to talk about the Sin- Japanese. <laughs> I, I want to bring this up now. What are we watching? Oh, ECW Born to be Wired. Is this the... Uh, yep, it is. Ugh. Yes, it Funk is. and Sabu. Funk yep. and Sabu in a barbed wire match, and this is when... They got to just stop the match and... Wrap it up. <laughs> no, unwrap it up, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right, <laughs> we're gonna go to the ring as Kurt Angle comes out and says he don't, he he um he didn't come to Orlando. He doesn't know if uh, wait. He says don't uh, he says don't come to Orlando. He doesn't know okay. if it's the uh, arena or the fans, but they stink. <laughs> Holly Both. brings up Holly uh, Hardcore Holly. He said he had no intention of breaking your arm. After a few days, he's happy he did because he disrespected him <laughs> and disrespected the crown. Yep. Uh, Angle's Angle's mad that Foy has, did not put him as the number one contender, but at tonight's match, you better have a worthy opponent. And then the Brooklyn <laughs> Brawler comes out. Angle's like, "You're not no worthy opponent." Um, Brawler hasn't been uh, hasn't won a match since the Carter administration. <clears throat> Foley says uh, comes out and says, "Well, that's true. Brawler is Angle's partner, as they'll be teaming up to take on the Dudley Boys." There you go. Yeah. So it's Kurt Angle and Brooklyn Brawler versus the Dudley Boys. Angle with the belly back, belly belly to belly uh, belly to back suplex on and on Bubba and damn near drops Bubba on his head. Dudley hits the flying that uh, Dudley's hit the flying headbutt on uh, Brawler. Um, Brawler reaches for a tag, but Angle pulls away. Dudley's 3D Brawler for the win. Uh, Brawler for the win. After the match, the Dudley's powerbomb Brawler. Off uh, through a table off the second rope powerbomb because broken brawler. Why not? Man, I'm gonna say it every single time. My only highlight of brawler is from John Cena's five questions with the champ. <laughs> we just had a long running feud for no reason at all with the broken brawler. I remember that. Was awesome. That. that was awesome. Uh, our next match is the Godfather with Hose versus Test and Trish. However, Stephen Richards comes out and puts sacks over the hose. Yeah, he does. This distracts the Godfather. Um, also, the uh, the music is there. Yep, they finally. Oh, they fixed it, <laughs> and it is glorious. Test this is a ringtone for a while. Really? <laughs> yeah, I did. Test uh, hits a big elbow drop for the win. Backstage, we see Foley finding Shane. Shane says he's hurt. 
Foley tries to pump up Shane by yelling at him because he knows how it feels so that when you're hurt, the match has to continue. Foley says he lost both his guys in the explosion match in Japan. Shane's like, really? No, I'm just ribbing you. <laughs> and then Foley walks away by checking on his boys. <laughs> lost an ear, though. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to recap of what Stephen, uh, Stephen Richards just did with Kevin Kelly and with Stephen Richards. He says that what the hoes were wearing were unacceptable. Stephen wants to know uh, when does freedom goes too far, and he wants to be the one to put it in its place. That's right, Mr. Richards. You tell him. So we, we see Steve Blackman in the back with a hardcore title saying where it belongs. Al Snow shows up and says that he wants them to separate because of this. Blackman agrees. Uh, Snow has a poem. Twist his arm there. <laughs> yeah. Snow, uh, Al Snow has a poem for uh, one Steve Blackman. However, as he's going to uh, read the poem, Kai and Ty shows up to attack Blackman, <laughs> but they he fights them off with a kendo stick. The posse tries to uh, get attacked, but Blackman um, takes care of them, and then he comes back. You didn't listen to a bit of that poem, did you? Well, boys, <laughs> I wrote down the poem. Oh, wow, good, 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 good. So what was the boy from Nantucket? <laughs> when we were teamed up, we won with great ease. Me with my head, you with your cheese. I tried to be hip and carefree and fun, give give you some personality since clearly you have none. We went to a farm, and I had to say, wow, I never saw a guy nunchuck a cow. <laughs> you beat an alien and Ben Franklin and a woman who turned 82. When then, uh, we, we, uh, we then changed and tried it your way. With any luck, two Blackmans were boring. Boy, did we suck. Then we were losing, not winning a lot. This doesn't have anything to do with, with you, but Bay Arthur is really yeah, hot. hot. Uh, you're, you're kind of a bore, but you got a nice beard, and now you're hardcore. Shout out to Bay Arthur. Sexy. So I, I, I had to rewind that a couple times and then put the closed captioning on, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then we see WF New York with Terry trying to talk to the crowd, but you can't hear a damn thing. Then we go to Michael Cole. So, I think this is the right one. Is this where she's talking about like the entire Seventh Fleet is here, and I hope I survive? Yes. It's yeah. Like, oh my God. Yep. Okay yeah. Okay then. Uh, that's we her, go. That's her nickname for me, the Seventh Fleet. Yeah. Yeah. We go Michael Cole with the rock. Michael. Thank you. Rock Shane wants sympathy. Rock's gonna give it to him because of all the handicap matches, the hardcore matches that he put himself into. Rock says here, give him some by just sticking his foot up his candy ass. Let's go to our main event, shall we? As it's gonna be Shane McMahon versus The Rock for the number one contendership. I mean for the number one for the WF title. Say, now he's Sorry. already number one yeah. contender. Shane says he he's hurt. He doesn't want to wrestle. He's uh, uh he's not a hundred percent. Shane says uh, if he was a hundred percent, he would walk out of Orlando with the title. Oh. Shane says that hey, yeah. Rock, me and you should work to get work together because if we work together, you you'd be champion forever. Shane extends his hand for the Rock, but the Rock hits the spine buster and goes for the people's elbow. But then Chris Benoit comes in with a chair and attacks the Rock. Benoit puts the rock in a cross face. Shane fights off the ref. Slaughter gets in the ring, but Benoit knocks him off the apron. Rock is in a cross face for over two minutes. Jesus. 
Foley comes out with Benoit and uh, Shane walk away. So that's Raw, guys. There it is. Um, yeah. So it looks like we're going with Benoit and Rock. I, I'm okay with it. It's new. I've been looking forward to this part. Um, yeah, no, the, the the plan going here out. They looked at July's pay per view as a huge gamble. Yeah. the The thought process was to take their three top guys, Rock, Triple H, and Taker. Yep. And have them wrestle what they considered the three top prospects, Benoit, Jericho, Angle, to see if um, business stayed up. Yep. So then those guys would be considered ready to go. And if business went down, they can always just go straight back to the tried and true formula. That was the – everybody knew that going around at the time. This is one of the first like main things the internet really pounded home for me is that this was, in their eyes, a gamble. Yeah. That these three unproven the fans people were like, no, it's gonna work. The three unproven people were gonna get a chance. All in one night. I was gonna talk about more after SmackDown, but I'll just talk about it here. It's because they encapsulate it well. Are they like really hammered home on SmackDown? It's just all new feuds, man. Which yeah. was fucking which you needed. sorely needed. Oh my god. And I think they, with the possible exception of Angle Taker, but I think they they put them all with the right people. Yeah. I think. I mean, take your. It doesn't matter. People are going to suck. So more, more importantly, I look at the the world title one. Yeah. Of the three, mm-hmm. Angle and Jericho have a higher upside. Yeah. But as of July two thousand, Benoit's the bigger of the three. He's a former champ. So they made the right choice. Yep. That's my mm-hmm. thought process. And um, Angle is very close. He doesn't really need the rub. Yeah. Jericho already got that rub. Honestly, with Triple H in yeah. April, he already got that rub. So Benoit could use it. Yeah. So it's all done well. It's all done perfectly. I think. I'm very excited because it's just it's new stuff. It's needed. Yeah. Very, it's very badly needed. Jesus. So boys. Yep. Where's the better show? Oh, uh, Raw for me. Actually, pretty decided decisively. I'll go Raw. Raw was a little better. I didn't think it was as far apart as you did, but I do think Raw was the better show. I I, I think Raw was the better show, but I'm I'm with Corey on the fact that like once again Nitro it wasn't bad. I, yeah, uh, I don't consider this a bad Nitro. I actually disagree. I actually yeah. think it was a bad Nitro. I think this is actually because Corey's talked about it. This is the first one since Bash that wasn't good. I like the back and forth with getting Nash and Goldberg together, but not getting them together. Uh, that's an old WWF trick with Boston and McMahon. The whole promise of yeah. the whole time, Bait and tease switch. it, come with ways to do it. Um, I liked the hardcore stuff. Johnny the Bull, man. Terrence A. News, man. That's insane. Ooh. Uh, I didn't like the perfect event shit. That's 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 yeah. But that's every fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> they suck. So you bad. know. Um, God, not a, but Raw was a better show. Yeah, I think. Raw and I think uh, I like the direction for Fully Loaded. We know four matches. Yep. So we know half the card. That's good. It's uh. So while we all appreciate the cat. Fully is hitting a home run. Well, they're, yeah. And they're f- cats clearly like a stopgap until they're being they used for different things. Get to the new thing. <laughs> but it, but is. it's the, but it's the thing <laughs> of the fact. It's the, but it for, <laughs> it's that thing of you're right that the cat's fantastic, but like Foley is. Foley has to be good on a much bigger scale. Yeah, and he's crushing it. Yeah, they're giving him much more um, responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
But like we 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 witnessed this and when we were part of the when they did the rock and sock of how the yeah. comedy side of Foley was a lot better than yeah. It, it was so, and that's why Foley was the perfect one for this, right? Because he's funny, people love him, but you can't just like back him in the like he's not going to be intimidated by anybody. Yeah, which we see later in the week, he's like, I don't give a fuck what you do to me. Yeah, hey, whatever, I don't care. He'd yeah. also be serious. We're like when Teddy Long's commissioner, like you can threaten him and he'll do whatever you want. And Foley's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Beat me up. <laughs> I think... What, Scotty? Beat me up, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. So, we're going to mark out no-sell for the Bash Speech on the midweek war story. So, tune in to find out what matches we... Uh, I'm going to do that because I want to. I can guarantee you uh, Johnny the Bull will not be part of the action. Yeah. 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 So, but before we go move on, let's go to our favorite part of the show. The award show. Ratings? Oh, or ratings. ratings. Fine, let's do ratings. Let's do ratings. Fine, WF1. Fine, no, WF1. <laughs> uh, last week, WCW got 2.8, while WF got 6.4. This week, WCW, their go-home show, yep. 2.3. Well, I mean, Hogan's not on it, man. We fucking hate him being there, but he makes a difference in ratings. I like the entire Hogan's build. not there. Flair's not there. He Sting's hasn't been not. there for the entire build like, of his feud. Yeah. No one, ugh. because of that drastic um, spear and like jackhammer to well, the I table. Mean, I did the math; it yeah. checks out. We are, we are enjoying like us the vamp and the cat stuff. Yeah, the crowds were not. No, yeah, they were not into. That's not what they were watching no. for. That's not what they want. But yeah, no. they went down point five. Jesus Christ! And this is their go home show to their pay per view. Uh, our WWF did go down too. They went down to a point. They went down one point one. Uh, they went five down three? five three. Jesus Christ! Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, so it's fair. Now let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start off with best match. Uh, Mine was hmm. Malenko versus Crash I actually really enjoyed that match That was a good match I really enjoyed it Um Hmm Hmm Huh I thought I had one I I like I like the handicap match The APA and Jericho and DX I'll go with that Okay uh, Jabroni match of the week Demon versus Vamp. Yeah, that was that good. was yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was. Um, Not a way to build up to that match on paper. Who's your MVP? Foley. Foley. Yeah, Foley. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God, he crushes. That's coming back. Uh, who is your motive? Oh, an interesting one. The Rock. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is my WTF, but um, not a great start to the title reign. No, it's not not been a great couple of weeks. It's that been blase. We, so we're far excited for him. about the feud, um, but how they got there, or right, the process of getting there, has not been good. I'm not. He wasn't, awesome. interest- was wasn't on a show last week. I'm interested in the title match, but only for Benoit, to be honest, to see how he does yeah. in the main event of WWF. And how? Yeah, so I'll agree with you. The Rock, he he wasn't there last week on SmackDown. And it made no difference. He, he was blase. In fact, it was. I thought it was a really exciting SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, blase. It's that weird thing that when you don't have all your stars on the show, it's almost like the heels should be world champ. I'm not saying. Look, WF won the war. 
Yeah. And Crockett didn't. But it's almost like the idea of the heel being the champ and the baby faces eternally uh, chasing make a better storyline. Because every time the baby face gets a title run lately, it's blah. It's ho-hum. It really but we've talked about it with Austin. It's the same thing, right? The Rock isn't really a, a face. You no, know I mean? Rock, no, that's true. He's not. He's not really a face. Just like, by fans' cheers. And they don't really have a face. Like, they sort don't. of Jericho, Jericho's but he's the closest, kind of the Rock. But he's a dick, he's too. He's a dick. They don't really have a face. Yeah, there's no, like, clear-cut. So, like, you know, the closest, it would be the same issue with everybody. You know the closest clean-cut baby face is Angle if you just cut out the talking trash on the hometown? Crash Holly, to be honest. Yeah, Crash. I mean. Uh, Rikishi. It's probably the, maybe the closest. Yeah, I'd say uh, most of the, yeah, yeah. And it, most of the time, the Rikishi ass thing, that would be a heel move. Yeah, absolutely. That would not be a baby face thing so, in any other era, but that one. It's, so it's weird for them because they're just never, it's never going to work with how they do their, their television show. It's weird, yeah. Um, my, my motive is a joke, and it's going to be my ears because I hate. Steven Richards' Richard's theme music. The music, the right to censor music. I hate that. I love it so much. much. Give Um, it to me, baby. Uh huh. Put it uh in my veins. Um, WTF, guys? Mine was The Rock's title reign. Mine is the fact, and this is some next level shit. Yes. I love the fact that uh, Chris Benoit is in a WWF main event. Match six months after main eventing a WCW pay per view. So we all kind of roll our eyes when Pritchard does his uh, revisionist history. Yeah, he was the guy they wanted, uh, and he's the first one to get a main event. Obviously, against The, the Rock, and it's, I don't blame them at the time. It's who they wanted. He's obviously the main guy. I think when Eddie got there, they were like, "Oh, okay." Once they did this stuff, they're like, "Oh, we have something here," but that. They didn't know they that wanted, at the time. They, I mean, they literally got their world champion when he signed with them. His you first I mean? match was against WF champion Triple H on TV. So, you know, this is what they wanted. He got there. It'll be interesting to see, because I've never seen the match, how he does with a straight-up sports entertainer. I bet Because I love The Rock, but he's a sports entertainer. He's I not be, a wrestler. I bet they have good chemistry. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've well, seen I'm it. sure you've seen it. Yeah, I, my jo- I, I was just saying, have you seen it lately? No, I haven't Mike, watched this pay per view. And my guess is he's good enough. It's not going to matter. But what we should have done is has watched our pay per view from the beginning. Yes, <laughs> have I'll pre- predict the star rating for you for the, for the main event. Okay. Well, we're gonna start. We're gonna start doing that from now on. Because I haven't watched this. So show. when we get to the main we mark out no sell. Yeah. When we mark out no sell. We can give you the predict the five predict the. For like the, the big match for the big matches, okay, and Ooh, see what liking that what right. he gives it, and see if that. it compares to it. I think I've probably watched it once since it happened, okay. but but it's been. I'll be interested. To see it. I'm gonna say at least 15, 16 years since I've seen the show. So that's good enough. To, that's good enough for me. For me. Yeah. Was your what the f- my what the f- is uh this whole <laughs> storyline between Jarrett and Hogan leading up to the pay per view, which Hogan's been taken off TV. Not because of Jeff Jarrett, because of Goldberg, and Jarrett being a one-man storyline to try to save Grace. So, uh, no, I'll talk about it more in the week. Never mind. Okay. So yeah, mine's the idea of Hogan. What a build! What a build! Which you can find us, Mark at No So at the Midweek War Stories upcoming, which you can listen to at 
NoSellEntertainment.com, where you can find everything that we do, especially what Corey does when he project, he pro, uh, projects his five stars. If you know what I mean, he glazes those stars. He glazes those stars. Yeah, he does. I glaze them. Which you can listen to at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right. Burnt no maple sell-entain- syrup. NoSellEntertainment.com, and you can see a knocker. You really should, but you can uh, listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 